settle down in your armchair. Blandy's back for the Whistleblowers podcast with Brendan Bowers. It's 100% the sport you love. And welcome to our weekly podcast on all things sport. Hello, Brendan Bowers. Hello, Andrew Bland. Good to see you back. I am back indeed. Uh, there's plenty of sport to uh, to talk about, obviously, uh, as you love to do. I have a, It reads like war and peace <laughs> eh, when I see what Brendan has in store for us this week. But I only capture the important parts, mate. I could go on for a lot longer. Oh, I suppose. You could. Now, uh, we normally head overseas, first, so we might do that quickly. Uh, MotoGP, uh, it was an action-packed start to the season. Absolutely. Mark Marquez gave, was given a double lap penalty for causing the violent impact with home star Miguel Oliveira. Oh, let's try that again. Yes. Star Miguel Oliveira. And just say, Portuguese. just say, good old Miguel. Oh yeah, Miguel. Yes, don't worry about it. That'll <laughs> do. Uh, eight-time world champion lost control under braking for the uh, turn three hairpin on lap three, forcing him to release the brake. Yes, hoping to keep it upright uh, and run wide. Marquez instead veered towards the apex, hitting the back of Jorge Martin, and then slamming into the side of. Oliveria. As they say, it happens, mate. It happens, it does, doesn't but, it? You know, mm. The event was won by Italian Francesco Bagnia on a Ducati ahead of Maverick Vinales and Marco Bersheshi. They're, th- they're tough names. I'll give it to you. Oh, no, they no, are look, tough names. You know, I, I need to be better, so I'll pick my game up. Okay, it's all right. Then I always struggle, too, with some of those names. <laughs> now, cricket, <laughs> Jack Miller finished seventh. Uh, cricket, congratulations to the Aussie One Day Cricket team on winning last week's third and final match. We did it well, didn't we? We did. How good. Look, you thought when they first went to India, oh, God, this is just going to be a painful tour. Mm, mm. But uh, they certainly came good towards the end in the tests. Yep. And in the one days. Absolutely. Well, we've we've pants them in the one days, haven't we? Absolutely. Posting the 269 on that Chennai wicket with all batters, except for poor old Steve Smith getting on and making a, a score. Mitch Mars top scored with 47. India and reply were dismissed for 248. And Coley top scored with 54. And Pandy also chipped in with 40, but it was not enough. Adam Zampa started with four for 45 and man of the match. He was the hero, of course. Uh, you've got to get rid of, uh, you know, their their top-line players, Coley being one of them, and I thought he was set for a ton, but uh, wasn't <laughs> so to be. Yes, no, it was good to see. It's always good when, look, I love Virat as a player, mm. but it's always good to see when you get him out. Yeah, it's always good to see him walking back to the pavilion, that's for sure. Now, close to the home, mate, uh, AFL. Hang on, what's just happened, Blandy? Oh, well, the lights have gone out in the studio. Yeah, oh, I feel like I'm at the Gabba on Saturday <laughs> night. Ah, uh, yes, we should have a, a, a you know routine going there, and I should have had this going. Uh... Yes, the lights did go out at the Gabba on uh, Friday night in the uh, the match against the Demons, which certainly gave the Demons uh, a bit of impetus, didn't yeah, it? <laughs> absolutely, the Lions were leading well, and then they had the forced the forced break, and uh, Melbourne came back out and put a few goals on them, but it wasn't enough with the uh, the Lions getting ahead. They hung on. 93 to 82. Yeah, hung on is probably the only word you could describe it. I'm going back to 1996 at uh, what was then VFL Park Waverley. St Kilda Essendon, I was at the game. Were you one of the ones that burnt down the post? I didn't burn a post. I I must admit it was an eerie feeling uh, being amongst, I think there was 50-odd thousand people there. The lights went out and it was that sense of, 
holy heck, am I going to be okay here? Because you couldn't see a damn thing. You really couldn't. And I thought, if there's a stampede, we're all going to die. <laughs> but uh, the lights didn't come back on that night. No. In fact, the the match was called, went home, had to fly back to Queensland, didn't see the end of it. In fact, I'm glad I didn't see the end of it. Uh, the Sainers got done in the end there against the Bombers. So, But again, you've got to be happy with your Saints, another win. Yeah, absolutely. Great start to the uh, the season under the new coach, or old coach, who's come back after all these years, Ross Lyon. I haven't seen them play like they are now since Ross left, to be honest with you. Absolutely. And, of course, the the Kangaroos are also going well under their new coach. Yeah. Oh, look, it's early days. We Absolutely. don't want to read too much into it. But you can only do what you can do. We're two games in. Yep, the uh, the Kangas have, have won two. I'm not sure about the opposition they've beaten. But uh, <laughs> but Carlton are also in winning form, beating Geelong. The Premiers are in a bit of trouble, a couple of losses. Yeah, look, as I say, we're only two games in, so we'll, obviously things will unravel a little bit more as time goes well, on. Well, how do you think Collingwood are going with oh, their 71-point yeah, win? Yeah, they're looking pretty damn good, actually, which I hate to say it, but they are. <laughs> they are. They're looking very strong. Uh, what about uh, NRL? We should move to NRL, shouldn't we? Oh, the NRL. Okay, if we need to talk about my wonderful Knights winning again, that's Well, fine. why not? Yes, they've had uh, two wins now, haven't they? They were too good against the Raiders. What's happened to the Raiders? Oh, look, the Raiders haven't been going too bad. I just think they're a bit hot and cold. Mm. Um, you know, it just depends. They're a bit heckle and jekyll, but, uh, you know, I'll take the win anyway. You will take the win, will you not? What's that, two out of four? Two out of four. Okay, 50-50. And look, we're not the greatest team in the world, but I'll give the Knights credit. This year, they're actually having a dig. Even if they lose, they're actually having a go. It's all you can ask for as a supporter, isn't it? You don't. Well, you, you do mind your team losing, but if they go down fighting, it's when they seem to uh, get flogged, lay down, and and not even have a go. That yeah, I'm sure they are, but it, it doesn't appear to be sometimes. No, and that's what you have to look at the St. George Illawarra team at the moment. They seem to be in it for a bit, and then all of a sudden they just the wheels fall off and teams are racking up points. Yeah. Uh, the Battle of Brisbane, too, that was an absolute uh, cracker the other night at Suncorp Stadium, too. Uh, the biggest crowd of the round in Brisbane of over 50,000 people watched the Dolphins do battle with the Broncos. They were too good, the Bronx. It was a great game, uh, a great game, and Katoni Stagg certainly let everyone know what he felt about who is the owner, who owns Suncorp. <laughs> but I'm going to bring up, it's been a bugbear of mine for the last week. Everyone's mm. been talking about the first Battle of Brisbane. Mm. It wasn't the first Battle of Brisbane. Well, uh, we go back to the early days. The Crushers? Yes, March 1995, I was there. Brisbane won 32 to nil, and, but I didn't care. As a patriotic Crushers supporter, I was there. Were well, you a Crushers supporter, were you? Absolutely. But I thought you barracked for Newcastle. I do. I, I, I said to you in the past, Blandy, I can kill clubs better than anyone I know. Wow. I also supported North Sydney, and they're no longer here as well. Yeah, but... Oh, okay. So you're one of these that moves around a bit, are you? Well, no, I stick, I pick and stick, but all my clubs seem to be killed off, so I have to move on. Hold on, news just in, the Newcastle Knights have faltered. Well, they almost did a few years ago. I thought I'd killed another one. You are the kiss of death, Bowers. You are the kiss of death, I mate. am. But yeah. the Warriors, I'll give the Warriors some credit as well, defending the Bulldogs. Well done to them. They're playing well. And this week, the Roosters played the Eels, which will be a cracking game on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. The Raiders have a hard match against the Panthers, who have seemed to be coming back into form. Rabbitohs play Storm, so you'd be tipping the Rabbitohs there. The Knights and the Sea Eagles face off. Oh, don't know. I'm not too confident about that one. And Dolphins and St. George meet, so it could be another 
another loss, and Anthony Griffin maybe even on a hotter seat. Yeah, Manly could be undefeated. I know they're not, but uh, apparently the NRL have come out and said they did make the wrong call uh, against South Sydney. So, uh, or you know, uh, against sorry the uh, the Manly side again when they were playing South Sydney. So. Mm, it was a close one, that one, wasn't it? It was, but, you know, that was early on in the game, and if you're good enough, you should be able to bounce back from those those errors. But, uh, you know, it's great to come out and say you made a mistake, but it still doesn't give you the two points, does it? No, it doesn't. All righty, let's move to local sports, shall we, uh, Brendan? And uh, this week our special guest on the program is, well, not the program, it's a podcast. You don't call it a program. I sound no, old, don't I? It's a podcast. Yes. Welcome to the show. Uh, Harvey Bay Triathlon um, Club organiser, one of the Fraser Coast signature sporting events, the Harvey Bay 100. It is, of course, Mr. Jeff Morris. Yes, it is, Hello, Mr. Mr. Jeff. Hello, Mr. Bowers. Good morning and suffering in paradise. Is that what we're Indeed. about to, is that what we're about to feel? That is our promise. It's a promise, not a slogan. Now, when you say suffer in paradise, is this due to the excessive heat we're having, or what's what's happening with the title here? It's uh, it's a, it's a pretty tough race, the Harvey Bay One Hundred. Mm. So uh, everyone comes here and has fun. Don't get me wrong, but they uh, they suffer at some time out there on the course. Some for longer than others. I wonder if it could be the eighty k bike leg or the eighty kilom- uh, eighteen kilometre run. Oh, the two k swim we could do in our sleep. <laughs> okay, so without saying, but it is a it is a grueling event, isn't it? Oh, hundred percent, it is. It's uh, it's a, it's a massive athletic feat. Uh, that we have here, even the Harvey Bay 50, you, it's uh, 50 kilometres of really tough endurance activity is, is a long time to be out there, let alone the 100 kilometres. It's, uh, it, we really do put a big goal in front of these people. So, hey, Jeff, what makes this event so special? Look, it, it's Harvey Bay. It's our location. We, we know the place we live in is beautiful. It has so many wonderful attributes. It, it matches what we want to do with our swim, bike, run. Uh, look, we're a club race. The Harvey Bay Triathlon Club puts on this race. We we punch above our weight. We're we're up against uh, the the might of the Ironman Corporation with the sort of events they put on, and we arguably put on a, as good or better event than something like that. So people come; uh, they're very much treated as an athlete, as an individual. Um, they're part of something really cool. Their community embraces it, and and people that have done a hundred have this special bond. Uh, and, and we just love that, that people come back year after year to, to suffer with us. Now, the event's not happening, what, till November, but registrations must be opening pretty soon? Yeah, look, we, we opened registrations this week, so we're kind of six months away from the event. So it's, it's an indication of we're winding up. We're getting organised now for the race. The athletes need to start planning their training. You know, we're, we're heading into winter, but, uh, you know, those good summer race times are made in the winter training. So... We need to be ahead of the game for letting your community know, getting things organised. But for those athletes, they want to lock in their spot on the start line and get their, their training plans kicked off, ready to hit that, that start line, ready to go come November 26. Listen to the coach speak. The summer race times are made with the winter training. Did you like that one? Oh, that, I like that. That's pretty profound. That's a staple line there. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I think that's great. How many competitors are we talking here? Uh, look at the, the, the 100, we'll have around 550 athletes kick out. So that's made up of, of mainly individuals. So we'll have around 50 teams uh, go out to those people that want to uh, not take on the whole thing themselves or want to do something with some friends for an achievement, might might do the swim and, and get a mate to do the, the bike and the run. But yeah, so there's 550 kind of entrants, which ends up being sort of 600 to 650 actual athletes rolling around on, on the day. Fantastic. Now, you do have a shorter race too, thank God. <laughs> we do have the 50. Now, 
that's uh, there'll be some announcements about that soon. There's a little bit of change in that space about how it will run, but uh, we'll we'll catch up with that one another time. But yeah, the, the 50 will be on this year. Uh, it might take on a slightly different look to how it has previously, but but that's all secret squirrel just for for a little while longer just yet. And Jeffrey, we talk about the 100 and the 50, but it's also a big weekend of other events, isn't it? 100. percent It's uh, we get these people to town, so we want to do some other things. So typically we have some some juniors come along when they do their their wide bay trial. We've previously been trials at the Capricornia School region, uh, but everyone's welcome to to that. So so that brings a lot of the juniors to experience that big event feel, but but be competing in their own event. Uh, and then we've got our you know I like to call it iconic because I invented it, but it's the, the Kingfisher Bay Resort Barge to Beach <laughs> Swim. Uh, where else can you conveniently jump on a barge and get kicked off the front of it two k's out the sea and and fight your way back to shore with a couple of hundred other people? Like how good does that sound? Oh mate, try and stop me. Uh, this is fantastic. And is the rumour true that you're creating the Brendan Bowers event? That's the 20 metre sprint, uh, uh, swim, the 80 metre bike leg and the 18 metre run. Or hey, hey they, those distances are a bit longer than we yeah, discussed. Yeah, yes. It was, I think it was the, um, the two pots, four schooners and three tequila shots, wasn't it? Uh, At the beach house afterwards. You always finish with three red wines. Is that right? Uh, Jeff, it's been a pleasure for you to join us uh, on our weekly podcast of The Whistleblowers, mate. Glad to have you on board. And uh, we can chat, uh, I think, as this gets closer too and uh, find out how things are travelling as far as registrations and everything else is concerned. Would, would, would love to join The Whistleblowers another day, Blandy. Good on you, Jeff. Thanks, mate. Thanks, Jeffrey. Thank you. Alrighty, local sport, Brendan, and uh, well, the cricket season's done and dusted. It is. Congratulations to the Bush Ranger Blue team, who once again won the Fraser Coast Senior Cricket Competition on the weekend. It's the third time in four years for the Bushies. It is on various differing, well, different mutations, whether mm. they're blue or gold. But yes, congratulations to the Bushies. Well done. They faced off against Cavaliers. Cavaliers won the toss and decided to bat. They started well, but Justin Froling came in and pinned them down with his bowling. So well done, Justin. Finished their 40 overs with 7 for 128. Uh, but the Bush Rangers just came back and were just too strong in the end. And uh, four-wicket haul by Rick Lyoness was not enough as the Bushies passed the total in the 28th over to finish on 4 for 129. Okay, best team all year, the Bushies? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so it's probably gone where it should. Uh, softball, the Harvey Bay Coral Coast softball grand finals were held. They were up in Bundaberg, a full day of softball action. Wave tsunamis winning the A-Ladies over the United Fire Sticks, 11-6, while we had a premiership come home here to the Fraser Coast region with Terrors taking the men's A-grade crown, defeating Wave Schooners, 10-9. In a tight game, too, by the sounds of it. Now, a football round three of the footy season kicked off uh, last week uh, and uh, some interesting results. Yes, Sunbury. Uh, made light work of SC Corinthians, winning 11-0. Ooh, that is a shellacking. It is. It is. The UPE defeated Dune Villa 3-0. Dune Villa are still working hard. The Fraser Flames defeated Bingara 1-0. And Across the Waves defeated the KSS Jets 5-0. Okay, so a few teams still trying to find their feet there. Absolutely. And in the women, it was a 7-0 win for the Flames over Bingara. UPE defeated Dune Villa 4-0. And the KSS Jets rolled over the Waves 8-2. Okay, hockey? Hockey, the third week of the Premier League was held with teams travelling between Maribara and Bundaberg. So great action there and great to see different teams out on the pitches. This week, Magpies and Wave Cities and Raiders Rovers and Harvey Bay Brothers playing Harvey Bay. 
while CBR and Arrows Athletics clash and All Blacks face off against Granville okay, in the men's. cycling as well. The second round of the Be Me Crit Series was held uh, over the weekend. Yes, and uh, it was a Brisbane rider, an imposter, coming up and taking the win. <laughs> but, of course, Adam Haw- our Adam Hawkins and Harry Schoff made sure that he didn't have it all his own way, finished in second and third. I think it's great that uh, people can come in from other regions to compete. I mean, that shows that it is a bit of a draw card. So It is. We'll take do- that. They can just get on their bike and ride up the road, and here they go. Away you go. Uh, rugby league was not a great start to the Bundaberg Rugby League season for our teams. Yes, it was not too good, but I'm sure they'll bounce back. Wallaroos went down to the East Magpies 32-22, to while Pass Brothers uh, defeated the Harvey Bay Seagulls in a grand final rematch 62-4. to Mm, okay. And, and West Panthers got over the waves 18-14. to 14. All right, then. Uh, now, what's uh, happening in sport across the Fraser Coast this week? Well, we've got hockey matches, which Plenty. are happening. Yes. Plenty of hockey matches. Uh, rugby league. Now, if you love rugby league or even if you don't love rugby league, you need to get to Stafford Park this Saturday. We've got our Harvey Bay Seagulls playing the West Panthers in A and Reserve Grade, plus the Wide Bay... Under seven, under 16s and under 18 boys teams playing the Ipswich Jets and the Harvey Norman under 19 women's will also take on the Jets. All right then. Hey, thanks for joining us for another Whistleblowers podcast, Mr. Bowers. And of course, uh, thanks to Jeff Morris. So next week we'll chat uh, with another guest about all things uh, sport. Uh, absolutely. You got That's your all... shout out? I do have a shout Go out. Go on. This one's to a special fellow that everyone knows around the place. He goes by a couple of nicknames, Jimmy the Jet or Jimmy the Seagull. And that's James Hamilton, who's always only too willing to help his two clubs, the Jets or the Seagulls, in any way that he possibly can. So, Jimmy, keep up the good work. Good on you, mate. Uh, Clubs need people like Jimmy, that's for sure. And don't forget to keep updated with all your local sporting news, FC Sports Media, with this man, Mr. Brendan Bowers. You're just, what, $10 per month or $100 a year. You still haven't listened to my advice and put that price up. No, it's for the people to get out there and cover all and make sure they know what's happening in all the sports. Because our sport, our community. Now that you're up to date, don't forget to add us to your favourites to keep it that way. The Whistleblowers Podcast.